Welcome to the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with David Costa. Costa Renegade Aviator, call me, 888-366-5256. That is your helpline, ladies and gentlemen. This is my gift back to you. This is aviation's gift back to you. We are here as a bunch of aviators, a bunch of people that love to fly airplanes, and that phone number, 888-366-5256, is how you, no matter where you are in this great country, can call in and get your questions answered. So that's going to give you a voicemail. You're going to go to that voicemail, and you're going to leave me a message. You may have a question about how to start flying. You might have a question about where there's an aviation event. You might have a question as an aircraft owner, and you want to find the right mechanic to help you out no matter what it is with aviation that's our service back to you free of charge call in there 888-366-5256 and speaking of free ladies and gentlemen and the purpose of this show today we got a great air show coming to the uh, Truckee, california area beautiful lake tahoe um the uh Truckee, tahoe air show and family festival a free event i get complaints from people saying air shows have gotten too expensive well this is free ladies and gentlemen so if you're within the sound of my voice and if you want to beat the heat of reno if you want to beat the heat of sacramento um, and have a great time free event Truckee tahoe air show and family festival saturday july 8th 2017 from 9 a.m to 4 p.m if you want to get there on friday on the 7th and see some of the planes come in do that if you want to go get get VIP tickets, go to the website, truckyairshow.com, truckyairshow.com. And I've got two guests for you on this show. One I'm going to introduce in a second, and then one's going to be available in the second half of the show. I've got uh, Danny Sorensen of Golden Age Air Shows. He's the pilot of this beautiful airplane called Unfinished Business. We're going to talk to him in just a second. And then on the second half of the show, Kirby Chambliss, two-time Red Bull Air Race champion. So a great, a great show for you today. Danny, um, welcome to the Renegade Aviator Show. Well, thank you for having me, David. I'm glad to be here. I'm certainly grateful. And, you know, and uh, Danny, you've got, um, it's, it's interesting. I was looking at your website, and I want to let you explain it. We got about three minutes here before the first break. Your airplane unfinished business, when I first saw it, I said, man, it looks just like a Waco. Um, but this is something you've built, designed, um, and fly. So tell us a little bit about unfinished business and about your air show. Well, I, I, I conceived unfinished business in 1993, way before it was even named, and I, and I designed the airplane. The whole airplane just came out of my head. I had previously built a pit special from a set of plans, so I had construction background. And I just used that and applied that knowledge and designed and built this airplane from scratch. Are you an air? Are you a uh, engineer, or this is just something you did as a passion, as a love, as a, as a? No, I I'm not an engineer. I just uh, recently retired, a uh, 30 year career with Salt Lake City Fire Department, and uh, I. But I've had a passion for aviation since I was a little kid. I five years old. I remember asking my father to show me on a little model airplane how to move the controls to make it do aerobatics. 
So that has been my passion from, from as long as I can remember having a memory. I've had aviation in my blood. Outstanding. You know, and that's that's what, you know, we, we tell kids all the time, right? Find a passion. Never give up. You know, here you, you went your whole life with this burning passion, and now you went from scratch and built an airplane. Um, you know, how, how has this affected your life? How has aviation affected your life, and how are you trying to bring this to the people that are going to see you at the all the air shows you attend? Well, being a part of aviation has introduced me to the most fantastic people in the world. Uh, airplane people are honest, they're sincere, they're hardworking, and they have a dedication to to whatever that passion is in aviation. For some it's warbirds, for some it's biplanes like I designed. For others it's like Kirby, who's a race pilot and just one of the most outstanding pilots I've ever seen. And it just brings together these these people with this wonderful love for something and I haven't seen Kirby in eight years, and I'm going I'm to walk up into him, and, and, and it's going to be like the last time I saw him. We're just, if you've got aviation and passion and air show in your blood, you're friends with everybody just on that same, on that same footing. It's just wonderful. You know, it, it really is. And ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to Danny Sorensen. And as we come up to our first break, we're going to hold him over. He's with Golden Age Air Shows. He's going to be one of the performers at the um, Truckee Tahoe Air Show this weekend, July 8th. And you can come out and, and meet Danny and watch him fly. And, and Danny, you hit the nail on the head. And as, as we come back out of the break, that's where we're going to start again is this, is this passion, this gratitude. And people think aviators are all this type A personality and we're all, you know, huge egos and we all got heads the, uh, the size of uh, the state of, you know, California. However, that's not the case. Yeah. You know, all of us out here, we all, we, we've been in aviation and we got where we all got, each one of us, because somebody else helped us. And, and it's, it's that gratitude. Attitude. And that's why coming out to an air show, you know, parents, if you haven't brought your kid out to an air show, bring them. Um, and the way you can find out more information as we hit the break here, truckytahoeairshow.com. Truckytahoeairshow.com. This is David Costa, Renegade Aviator. Listen to my sponsors. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Omer Raines, author of the international best-selling book, Back to the Summit, How One Man Defied Death and Paralysis to Again Lead a Full Life of Service to Others. Now in its second edition, Back to the Summit has been reprinted in countries worldwide. All profits from the sale of this book go to support humanitarian causes of lasting importance. However, the principal reason for writing the book was to inspire others who, like me, have been faced with a major medical challenge. Back to the Summit is available in hardcover, paperback, or as an ebook. An audio edition is also available. Whatever the modality or format, it can easily be ordered on Amazon or from your favorite bookstore. Whether you read or listen to Back to the Summit, I hope that it will serve as an inspiration to you or to someone you know. Again, I'm Omar Raines. If you wish to learn more, my website is senorains.com. That's S E N O R A I. NS.com. Have a wonderful day. Everybody buckle up. Buckle up. Buck, buckle up. Buckle up. Every, 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 everybody buckle up. Buck, buckle up. Buck, buckle up. Everybody, buckle up. Let's go. Buckle up. Can we go to the store? Come on, can we get some ice cream? Everybody, everybody, buckle up. Everybody, buckle up. A lot goes on in the car, but remember, you're in control. Stand firm. Only move when you hear the click that says they're buckled in. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. 
Giuseppe Crystal at glassroses.us would like to welcome you to his extraordinary collection of beautiful handmade glass roses, custom engraved mirrors, engraved tiles, hummingbirds, and glass-blown apple oil candles. Giuseppe manipulates hot glass by hand to form these unique gifts. Each one is in itself a work of art. Many of his items are accentuated in 24 karat gold and come in a variety of colors. Glassroses.us handmade gifts make a personal and dramatic statement for your friend, lover, or family member. He even specializes in custom laser engravings on mirrors where you can submit a special message or use one of Giuseppe's for that special person in your life. Whether you're looking for a handmade glass hummingbird figurine to complete your collection or exotic glass oil candles for a glamorous accessory in a living, dining, or bedroom, explore his large collection of unexpected delights at glassroses.us. Flight 209er, you are cleared for takeoff. Roger. Huh? LA departure frequency 123.9er. Roger. Huh? Request vector. Over. What? Flight 209er, clear for vector 324. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Tower radio clearance, over. That's Clarence, over. Over. Roger. Huh? Roger, over. What? Huh? Who? Oh, it's Dave Costa, Renegade Aviator, back with you again. And um, I'm here with Danny Sorensen of Golden Age Air Shows. And Danny is the pilot, the creator, the, uh, the, the brain trust behind his aircraft, Unfinished Business. And he's one of the performers at the Truckee Tahoe Air Show and Family Festival. And part of what they say here, this is going to be Saturday, July 8th, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Part of this, what they say on their brochure that I'm looking at in my hot little hands here, educating youth on the wonderful world of aviation and that segues into something that you know Danny um, Danny has uh, I guess he does something really special for a special kid at each event and Danny why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do for that special kid that you pick out of the crowd well at each air show I fly I give away a little handmade model that represents my airplane it's a 10 inch wingspan and uh, the concept for that model actually came out of the mind of my then nine-year-old grandson who wanted to build a model like my airplane. So we went down to my hangar, and we made this little model, and I thought, wouldn't it be fun to give one of these away at every air show I fly? So I refined the model a little bit, and I make these up. They take about five hours each to make, and uh, inscribed across, engraved across the upper wing is the statement, just because something is hard doesn't mean I can't do it. And I do that to inspire that youth, whoever they are, to become whoever they want to be and to do whatever they want to do and to not give up on their dreams. And it doesn't matter to me if it's aviation or if they want to be a doctor or a garbage truck driver. I don't care as long as they're inspired to do and be the best that they can be and know that the most valuable things in life take a lot of hard work. Uh, designing and building my airplane was magnitude more effort than I thought it would be, and I learned more about myself than I did about building airplanes. And uh, But I did it, and it's, a, it's an amazing accomplishment. I look back on that thing and can't believe that I did it. 6,000 hours, 14 years, and, uh, and there you go. That's what you get. Well, you know, and, and Danny, first of all, I, I want to publicly thank you because that, that, you know, that's, that's given back and that's, you know, you know, just, just putting that effort into each one of those airplanes, you know, what that means to that, to just, you know, I mean, even to the kids that, that, you know, I mean, not, not even every kid's going to get one of these one child gets this, but look at what it does to all of us to motivate all of us. And as you said, 6,000 hours of labor and 14 years. So, you know, people say to me all the time, they go, well, you know, uh, I want to get started in air shows, but I don't have any money. I want to, I want to do this. I want to do that. But, and they have all these excuses. And I think our kids today and, and adults as well, I mean, I'm, I'm just as guilty as this. We want everything yesterday yesterday and really anybody can be successful they just need to stop comparing themselves to somebody else and simply do what they're passionate about i mean would danny have anything to add to that uh yeah <laughs> a friend of mine wanted to restore a car 
And he said, Danny, how did you focus on that airplane? That was an enormous accomplishment. What do you do? And I said, I would go down to the hangar, and the goal today was not to build an airplane. The goal was to build a wing rib. And you break that job down into little tiny pieces, and you accomplish that piece. So your goal for this day is this little piece. Your goal tomorrow is this little piece. And after a while, I would, I would finish a wing rib, and I would say, I'd never have to build that part again. I've got that done. Now, I have a, I have a son that struggled through junior high and high school and college, and he struggled and struggled and struggled. I think he graduated high school with a 2.8. When he finally graduated from college with a doctorate in audiology, he had a 3.8. It's because he never, ever gave up. And that's that's the, the, the little mantra that's on this wing. Just because something is hard doesn't mean I can't do it. But you have to put in the work and the effort and whatever you want to want to do, you can end up doing it if you never give up. Bingo, and that it is. It's it's so simple, yet it's so difficult, right? I mean, it's it's such a people want to have this great epiphany that they they talk to somebody like like yourself that's had great success in this, and that's what it is, right? If, if you're in action toward that worthy goal, you are successful just by default. Yes, <laughs> so. yes you are. Yeah, and and, and, and yeah, you only fail if you quit trying. Bingo! And, and so here you are now, air show pilot, and and because we have listeners that are young and old, we have people that have never even seen airplanes to people that are you know old grizzled aviators the way I am. Tell us a little bit about unfinished business because it's a cool airplane, and you've got some uh, some neat some neat things on this thing. Tell us a little bit about the airplane itself. Okay, well, this, this airplane, it's a, it's a biplane, it's a modern biplane, but it looks like something out of the Golden Age back in the 20s and 30s, hence the name Golden Age Air Shows. So uh, it's got a big round motor, 360-horsepower, nine-cylinder radial engine with a huge three-blade prop, and uh, I sit in the rear cockpit way back in the fuselage, open cockpit. It looks like something that Jimmy Doolittle would have raced in the, Thompson Trophy race back in the 30s, you know, and uh, it's very light, 21-foot wingspan. It weighs less than my Volkswagen Carmen Ghia that I drive. It's 150 pounds lighter than that, wow. and it's got a supercharged engine, so we're flying in the thin air here at uh, Truckee. This airplane barely even knows that the air is thin. It really performs well at these high-density altitudes, and uh uh, I've flown uh, shows in uh, Dillon, Colorado, as high as 9,100 feet, where the density, the, uh, the density altitude was 14,000 feet. That's what the, the air feels like. It's at 14,000 feet, and uh, tremendous. This, I'll tell you something about this airplane that's really unique: is the lack of visibility. I sit so far back in there, and the airplane sits so steep on the runway. When I land this, and I'm only being slightly facetious. When I say, if I can see the runway, I'm not over it. <laughs> and so when I land, I have to, I have to make a, kind of a slip-slide approach and make sure I'm centered. And from then on, it's, it's blind, and I just feel my way to the, to the runway, and the wheels touch and ease off the throttle and lower the tail. And, and then you got about five seconds of very interesting uh, rudder pedal movement until this thing comes to a stop. Uh, I I like that interesting rudder pedal movement, and that is uh, flying so many tail trackers. <laughs> You're pretty busy, pretty busy on the pedals there for just about three or four seconds, and then it settles down. Uh, that sounds delightful in the air. I'm telling you, the the handling and the harmony of this airplane is absolutely beautiful. And I just I don't know if I lucked out or what, but I love flying it. Just it's a challenge to take off and land. Well, that's you know that's 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 the hardest part, right? <laughs> so, everything yeah. else is fun. Well, it, yeah. you you're looking at this thing. You know, when I first saw it, I thought Waco. Is that kind of that look you were trying to get? It looks like a Waco. In, no, initially. I actually the airplane looks somewhat different than I had intended. Uh, I started out with squared wingtips, and my brother looked at me. He says, uh, "He says you can't have squared wingtips on this airplane," and so I put rounded tips on it and. Jokingly, I sent him a bill for $2,000 that it cost me to build the new wings. It didn't cost me that much, but time, labor, and whatnot, you know, it was about 20 hours for a wingtip. 
and then the cowling came out different, and the wheel pants and landing gear, and it just ended up looking like that. I didn't intend it to look like a 1930s, but it it did, and I'm so happy with it because I love, I absolutely love the airplane from that golden age era. I'm so pleased with it. It's it's a beautiful airplane. It's a gorgeous airplane. And ladies and gentlemen, you can come and meet Danny. All you need to do is come to the Truckee Tahoe Air Show. Come out and see this beautiful airplane. Better yet, watch it fly. Watch it above the beautiful blue skies of Truckee, California, and watch those five seconds of thrilling landing as you'll watch him dance on those on those rudder pedals and bring it to a stop. Um, you know, Danny, I, I, I just can't say enough about the whole mission that you have here with this, you know, everything you're doing. Very, very unique. And I, I guess it's unique, but in a way it's not because all of us have been helped by people in the air show or aviation industry. Um, Danny, uh, we got about a minute left here. Any any parting words? Anything people uh, people should should know about Golden Age Air Shows, your aircraft, or maybe uh, words of wisdom as a uh, very experienced tailwheel pilot? Well, I, I would just uh, first of all invite everyone to come to the show and enjoy it because aviation is just so unique and so wonderful, and and I'm so grateful to the Truckee Tahoe staff that invited me to come back here for a second year. We love flying these air shows. My wife is coming with me. If you notice on those videos or on those pictures, there's some tiny little oval windows just forward of the cockpit. My wife sits down inside that, under that hatch. <laughs> she is a brave, brave woman. <laughs> she is. And I'm so grateful to have her with me on those shows. Well, and, and that brings up a good point. Ladies and gentlemen, go to goldenageairshows.com, and you can see uh, pictures of the airplane and get a feel for what you're going to see at the Truckee Tahoe Air Show. Goldenageairshows.com. Danny Sorensen of Golden Age, he's the pilot, he's the inventor, he's the designer, he's the builder, and he's the guy that is, uh, you, you really motivated me today, Danny. I really want to thank you. I hope so. I hope so. Thanks for having me, David. I'll look forward to seeing you out there. We're going to be there, and I'll look forward to shaking your hand and introducing myself. That'll be great. Appreciate that. Take care, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's Truckee Tahoe Air Show and Family Festival, and you can go to this website, truckeetahoeairshow.com. Go there. You can buy VIP tickets where they've got I mean, they got a whole catered event. If you want to spend money, you can spend money, and we would appreciate it. Nice VIP tent right at the right at the uh, flight line, or you can show up free of charge with free parking. Get there, Tahoe, TruckeeTahoeAirShow.com. Be right back. Talking to Victor from Precision Diamonds. Victor, I remember you in the old days, Park Lane Mall, a kiosk. It's a lot different now, isn't it? Man, that was a long time ago. 1988, we've been blessed that we've been guided, and finally we have bought an amazing building across the street from the convention center. We found a better way to serve you. You know, we call it home. We managed to create amazing energy. And when we say welcome to the family, boy, we really mean it. It is a family affair. Absolutely. And we couldn't have done it without our wonderful customers who believed in us for all of 27 years. So I'm here to really say thanks to all of our wonderful family members who we started as customers, who now we know each other's children and grandchildren. All those years ago, a little kiosk in Park Lane Mall. Park Lane Mall's not there anymore, but you are still here. Yeah, we have solidified our future by buying this beautiful building on Virginia Street. So we're there to serve you. Thank you, Victor. Precision Diamonds, your local jeweler across from the convention center. Why is Connor having trouble focusing in school? Having trouble finding Connor's middle school? Would you like directions? No. Why is Connor having trouble focusing in school? Finding lowest airfare to Istanbul. No, I'm, I'm tired of fighting with him over homework. Home walk restaurant. Need a review? No, I need help. He's very smart, but his mind wanders. He's disorganized. I think I understand. Oh, God. Finding best potatoes for French fries. No! Russet. Fingerling. Yukon Gold. Why don't you understand me? Sorry, I was trying to show how Connor feels every day. Frustrating, isn't it? Redirecting to understood.org. For the one in five kids with learning and attention issues, this is what life can feel like. Explore understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues designed to help your child thrive in school and in life. Understood.org, because understanding is everything.
Brought to you by Understood.org and the Ad Council. We're talking to Victor from Precision Diamonds. Victor, I don't know anything about jewelry at all. I don't know anything about diamonds. I need to get something for my lady. Well, you know what, Jim? Come on in. We are your local jeweler, and we want to be your personal shopper. For 27 years, we know that we are doing business directly with the right manufacturers. We have negotiated great prices. They have the right trend, the right designs, quality, from earrings to pendants to you name it, we've got it. That means you're going to help me from beginning to end. My family, we've been working for this for for a long time. I don't know how to change oil or anything, but I know diamonds. I know jewelry. So if you want to come in, you don't have to worry about anything. We'll find the exact gift that you're looking for that's going to make you look like a million bucks, that you really took the time and effort to choose something, not just say, I'll take this. You know, your lady will know that you took the time and found a beautiful gift for her. Thank you, Victor. Precision Diamonds, your local jeweler across from the convention center. This is Kirby Chambliss, two-time Rebel Air Race World Champion. I'm on the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with David Costa. All right, that's Kirby Chambliss, and you heard what he said. He's going to be at the Truckee Tahoe Air Show, truckeetahoeairshow.com. Uh, please check him out online, and you can see Kirby. And uh, we're going to start off here because uh, this... You know, I I don't know. We we got a, we got a lot to cover here, so I'm gonna try to fit it all in in these two segments. But what I want I want you to kind of listen to um, kind of his thoughts on how air racing has changed and how air shows are. And so what I want you to do is listen for his words of wisdom here, and maybe benefit and have them benefit you in whatever goals you may have in your life. So as you heard in the first segment, you're going to hear in these segments here, aviation is about dreams. Aviation is about excellence and achievement. And I hope you see some value in this. So Kirby, the obligatory question, how did you get started in aviation? Yeah, you know, I mean, the way I got started in aviation, you know, there's, uh, I always tell people, I've always considered myself really fortunate because there's pictures of me when I was two or three years old dragging model airplanes around. So for me, I always knew that I wanted to be a pilot. All I had to do was just really go out and figure out how to do it. And, you know, everybody always assumes uh, I had money and everything. And to be quite honest, we had nothing. You know, when I grew up, uh, my dad basically worked in a sheet metal shop. And, uh, you know, we didn't have a lot of money laying around. And again, I mean, the most important thing for me was the fact that I knew what I wanted to do. I didn't, I'm not the guy that wanted to be the policeman, the fireman, or any of those. I wanted to be a pilot. All I had to do was go out and figure out how to do that. And, uh, you know, I tell people, you know, the thing that's most important is being persistent, you know. And I look back on, you know, my career, you know, or, the, you know, my travels, you know, in order to get to this point. And I didn't realize it at the time, but, you know, people were opening doors for me, you know. I mean, maybe I had to knock on it a few times. But when you're very passionate about something, and I was, I was like, I'm going to do this no matter what. I mean, I'm not going to let anybody stand in my way. And I'm going to do it. And, um, you know, when people realize that, I think uh, we want to see people successful. And, you know, I look back and, again, there was people that were helping me out along the way. And I didn't realize it at the time. But, you know, and I try to do the same for, you know, people. If I see, you know, a young person super passionate about something, again, you know, I want to help them too. I couldn't agree more, Kirby. You know, people listen to these key points right here. Know what you want to do. Figure it out. Don't expect somebody else to spoon feed you. And those are my comments, not not yours, Kirby. But be persistent. That's most important. Doors will be open, but you may have to knock on those doors a few times. And I am going to do it. That's a decision. Nothing must be allowed to stop you. People will help somebody who's persistently in action. Great stuff, Kirby. Uh, but we're here to talk about aviation, and the basics matter, stick and rudder flying. That's what I want to talk about next. The kind of flying we see at the Red Bull air racing and air show flying, how important are basic stick and rudder skills to the pilot, or is it all automation now? Well, you know, I mean, my experience is, uh, is obviously pretty diverse. I mean, uh, you know, I, I've been in aerobatics for many, many, many years. I was a test pilot on the development of the Edge 540 from about, you know, 1993, the very first one, until 2005. I was a Czech airman, you know, for Southwest Airlines for many years. I, I have seen a lot of it. And, uh, you know, and I do think that people really benefit greatly from having good stick and rudder skills. And, unfortunately, you know, I think automation is – 
it's a good thing and it's a bad thing, you know. I mean, it gets to where, you know, hey, I can't fly anymore, but I can type 80 words a minute. Well, you know, when things go bad, I mean, the, the typing skill is not the best set. You know, you need to be able to have a good, you know, stick and rudder uh, coordination feel for the airplane. And uh, and I do, as a Czech airman, I was seeing that go away, too. Even the guys that had it, if you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah, I think it's super important. Uh, I can go back to, you know, my early years in flying. I was a flight instructor and flying a Cessna 150. And being an instructor, you had that spin training, which was really probably two spirals that got signed off. And I just remember as an instructor going, oh, my God, I hope my student doesn't get this thing in a spin or something because I'm not sure and I know what to do. And, you know, my background, and you know, in, in aerobatics, there, there's no mystery to it. I mean, a spin is, you know, it's like a hammerhead, and, you know, and it's like a flat spins, a loop. I mean, all, it's just a maneuver. You know, there's there's no mystery to it. Do this to put it in, do this to take it out. And I just think it's super sad. And, again, I look back on when I was a flight instructor, and, you know, I was scared. <laughs> so, And once you learn how to take an airplane, you know, to, you know, towards the end of the envelope, I mean, it just you just have so much more confidence in everything that you do, you know I mean? I know back then, I mean, if I put, I didn't know what would happen if you push the rudder all the way in, you go full controls. And, and when you know that and you're able to, you know, use that extra capability of the airplane for things, a stiff crosswind or whatever it may be, you know, and knowing that you can do that and knowing exactly what the airplane's going to do, I mean, it's, a, you know, it's an added safety benefit for everybody. I got you. Thanks, Kirby. I couldn't agree with you more. Renegade aviators out there, if you want to locate a place where you can find quality aerobatic training, call my office, 888-366-5256. We'll hook you up with a uh, with a recommendation. But uh, what was the trigger, Kirby? What got you started flying aerobatics? And the way that I got into aerobatics is when I was 21 and I was flying a business jet and our chief pilot was a smart guy and he said, jet it runs upside down with the boss on board we want you to be able to turn it right side up without killing everyone and for me i went out actually it was with um, an aerobatic instructor dwayne cole we turned the decathlon upside down and i went wow this is the coolest thing ever and from that point i couldn't care less about flying straight and level my whole passion my whole life went towards aerobatics and that's when i was 21 years old passion man the secret sauce that enables every one of us to do great things passion is what sets achievers apart from the mediocre. You and I, Kirby, have similar passions, and everyone listening, you may have a passion the same or maybe completely different, and that's okay. But if you don't know what gets you pumped, that's where you need to start. Reflect and decide. Kirby, your passion for aerobatics led you through aerobatic champions and on to the Red Bull Air Races. Um, here in Reno Tahoe area where this show originates, many locals have heard about the Reno Air Races. Nothing against the Reno Air Races, but this is not Red Bull. Here in Reno, pretty simple, right? Fly low, fly fast, turn left. But for the benefit of those who may not know, explain a little bit about the Red Bull Air Races. Yeah, I mean, it's it's totally different from Reno, you know. It's, uh, I tell people, I said the only similarities is we, we both use airplanes and we both have pilots. I mean, other than that, it's completely different, you know. For us, uh, um, the cool thing about it is they can set this stuff up basically in a body of water or, you know, really makes it nice for really cool locations. I mean, we've even done it downtown New York, you know. I mean, right down there with the you know, down the Statue of Liberty, you know, so um, done it all over the world. Going 230 miles an hour, we're about 30 feet above the water or the ground, whatever the case may be, and we're maneuvering between these air gates. And, uh, you know, at certain points we have to be wings level just for those fractions of a second that the wing goes between the, that air gate, and then we're allowed to turn. And so we're being judged on that. And uh, you can touch these air gates, and if you touch them, they come down, and, you know, you incur penalty points. Um, but, you know, we're doing... 230 miles an hour, a few feet above the water. We're pulling, you know, up to 10 Gs, and, uh, you know, things are whizzing by. And with a cool technology, the point-of-view cameras, I mean, you get a nice, basically, you're like sitting in the seat with me, and uh, uh, it's pretty cool stuff. It is cool stuff, man. You know, you can find out more about Red Bull Air Racing and Kirby Chambliss. Go to his website, uh, www.teamchambliss.com. That's Chambliss with two S's. And you can find out more about Kirby and all the good stuff he's doing. Um, you know, we're going to be really tight on this next break. Um, so uh, what I'm going to do is we're going to go right to right through commercials now. We'll be right back. David Costa, Renegade Aviator. 
Hi, this is Ken Roberts, the host of Ken's Bulls and Bears Report. If you own real estate, paper, and other assets, congratulations. Now, you need protection. We live in a litigious society. Those with assets are sued all the time. Are you next? Protect your assets with solid asset protection strategies. Contact my friend Garrett Sutton and the Sutton Law Center. Garrett and his team provide affordable asset protection services with strong LLC and corporate formations in all 50 states. Better yet, they help maintain your entity on an ongoing basis so you're protected into the future. Garrett has written the bestsellers Start Your Own Corporation and Loopholes of Real Estate, among others, in the Rich Dad Advisor series. He knows asset protection. Visit his website at sutlaw.com. That's S-U-T-Law.com or call 800-700-1430. Sutton Law Center can help you protect your hard-earned assets. Call 800-700-1430 today or visit sutlaw.com. Protect your assets now at sutlaw.com. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? When a tornado is tearing through town? Or a hurricane strikes? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. A message to all America Matters listeners. Team Integrity Energy Group wants you to be protected in as many ways as possible, which is why they are now authorized to offer one of the top home automation and security systems in North America. To be able to give you the convenience of smart home technologies that you control from your smartphone, tablet, or PC. You definitely don't want to miss out on the doorbell camera with HD night vision, which also has audio built in so you can talk to who is at your front door 24-7. You will have emergency support 24-7 with a verbal code password protected system for break-ins, which will notify you and the authorities within seconds. Get the convenience of smart home technologies with top-of-the-line security system that won't break the wallet. Call Team Integrity Energy Group at 888-704-0364, extension 2. Don't forget to mention America Matters Radio to qualify to receive a $50 gift card. This is Kirby Chambliss, two-time Rebel Air Race World Champion. I'm on the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with David Costa. Right on, brother. Thank you. Dave Costa, as he said. And that's Kirby Chambliss, two-time Red Bull Air Racing Champion. Air shows and air racing put all kinds of stress on the pilot. And, you know, normal pilots don't experience this. These are extreme-level sports. And if you fly in an airliner as a passenger, you don't get to experience thrills like this. But if you want to experience these kinds of thrills for yourself, even if you're not a pilot, call my office, 888-366-5256. We'll hook you up with our fellow Renegade Aviators. That's 888-366-5256. Back with Kirby Chambliss, two-time Red Bull Air Race champion, former world aerobatic top pilot airline pilot and friend of the renegade aviator radio show and you can see kirby at the truckee tahoe air show go to this free event with free parking truckee tahoe airshow.com kirby people watch red bull air racing or your air shows and they don't really understand what you're going through explain a little bit about the pilot perspective and i know there have been some recent differences in the rules especially around the kind of g's you can pull um so, and for those of you that may not know what a G is, that's the force of gravity. So if you're a 200-pound guy at 10 Gs, you weigh 2,000 pounds. Kirby? Yeah, you know, I mean, the, the difference is, you know, we're, we can go above 10 Gs. Uh, it used to be, you know, our limit was 12, and we can go above 10, but we've got to be back below 10 within six-tenths of a second. Otherwise, we're kicked off the track as for an over-G, and then the airplane has to go back and, and do an inspection on it and stuff. Not that it damages it. They're super strong, but uh, that's just the rule. So, um, you know, and it's not like we're just out there trying to pull as much Gs, you know, just for the fun of it. I mean, basically the way you turn this airplane is put it on the side, 
you know, 90 degrees and then pull G's. And so we're trying to be the fastest. So, you know, the only way for me to turn this airplane is put it on the side, pull the G's, whatever that G may, needs to be in order to get me to the next gate the quickest way. And, uh, again, I mean, uh, the things are happening so quick. And uh, the difference between, you know, say this type of racing and, say, racing Formula One or NASCAR or whatever, you have a basically a piece of asphalt that's always there. And you know that asphalt was there on Tuesday and it's going to be there on Wednesday for us. You know, the air gates, I mean, I tell people it's a living, breathing track. I mean, it's out there. And, I mean, imagine, you know, taking your NASCAR or Formula One track and just the next day moving at 20 degrees, and that can happen with us. These air gates are 60 feet high, and they're they're basically big cells on a barge. And, you know, they do a pretty good job of securing them, but if the tide goes in, tide goes out, get a little bit loose, all of a sudden it turns, the wind moves it a certain way. So all those things like that, you know, that's where a little bit of the seat of the pants stuff comes in. But it's gotten really high tech from when I started. It was really seat of the pants. And, you know, now we're listening to tones to be under the G's. And, you know, we have tacticians and we have simulators and we have, you know, things that are trying to, to tell us what the best line is. And then we just have to go out and try to get on that best line. And, you know, everybody's separated, and sometimes I've seen the whole group 14 uh, on a quali- qualifying within, you know, three-quarters of a second. So it's super tight, and that's what makes it really exciting. Well, and that's, you know, that's what I think people lose with any kind of professional sport like this is, is the tiny, tiny difference between first-place champion and a second-place guy scratching his head wondering what the heck just happened out there. Yeah, Mid- and there's so many more things like that. Yeah, there's so many things like that, you know, that are that way. And, uh, you know, we've, for me, I mean, we were, you know, doing really well. And, you know, in Japan, we just made it to, through the round of 14. We were in the round of eight, second gate. You know, you've got a, it's basically, it's what we call a half Cuban, but it's really not. It's basically, it's a turnaround maneuver that we've got to go vertical on, just trying to get the airplane going back the other way. So you come on with a G and, you know, we're usually looking at somewhere around 11, Point two or something like that, and then back under that 10G within six tenths of a second, and then on the 10G all the way around, and still either the pan side thing, and you hit a little bit of turbulence, and you pop the stick, and for me, I went over, you know, the uh, 12G limit and was immediately kicked off the track, so it's like, boom, you're out, and to me, I mean, I thought it was the perfect deal, you know, so in a tool, I was like, knock it off, knock it off. And that's the race. Now I'm done. It's uh, all these little things like that happen to where that you can be tossed out. I mean, I've been tossed out for, you know, a couple of extra RPM, and uh, there's a lot of rules to it. We started off with a really little bitty rule book, and now it's like Formula One. You know, we got this huge rule book, and so it gets more and more complicated. But, you know, I guess that's just the nature of the beast. Yeah, nature to beast, man. I get it. It's uh, not for the faint of heart, for sure. And it's not for amateurs. But, you know, what do you say to uh, some some crazy guy like me or maybe some future pilot, somebody that says to you, hey, Kirby, I want to be a Red Bull air racer. You know, big dreams, right? Big dreams start with big action. So how does somebody aspire to this level? Or is it just an invitation only? Or is there some other way? Yeah, I mean, it's, it used to really be invitation only. We used to say when you try to take something that's pretty crazy, and it was, it was. I'll, I'll just say it. I mean, uh, early on, you know, it was it was uh, um, really exciting because we were all trying to figure it all out, you know. And uh, at that time, you know, they knew that way that it was set up that it could be, you know, somewhat dangerous. So Peter Bessier, one of the guys that started, said, "Hey, first of all, unless you're one through fifteen in the world aerobatic standings, you're not invited." So that was, you know, for me, I was the only American at the time, and that's how I got the invitation to come over and and to do it, you know, so when we first started the stuff. But it's gone away from that now. I don't believe you have to, you know, you have to have flown in a world aerobatic championships, but you don't have to be 1 through 15 anymore. So there's what they call a challenger series now, too, which is a lower-level series that they run, you know, the day before the race. And so they have their own race, too. I guess it's probably like, uh, you know, I'm not all that familiar with, the NASCAR, but I know they've got an entry level too, like the truck race or something. Well, you know, they do that now at the Red Bull Air Race. So we've got the Challenger Series. And then usually the, you know, if you're going to move up to the Masters, you've come through that Challenger program. So, you know, there's certain requirements for that. You know, you've got to be, you know, uh, very well 
versed in aerobatics in these type of airplane. And, you know, it's also really good if you've done a lot of low-level display flying because, you know, you pull on this airplane and you know yourself, you know, if you're not just exactly square on the rudders, when you pull on it and it departs and it does a half snap to invert it and you're, you know, 20 feet above the, you know, water or the ground, whatever the case may be, and that does happen, you know, you really don't have time to think, okay, let me see, uh, forward stick, and then I should come off the, you know, I mean, it's over. So you have to just, it has to just be instinct. And the only way that you have that experience is, like I said, a lot of aerobatic time and also low-level display flying. So that's, you know, one of the, you know, first things that you've got to have before you're going to be invited to be a challenger in order to be able to move up to the master class. Bingo, and you said nothing short of hard work and doing stuff. And as, as, as I tell pilots, get out there and, and join up with, you know, the International Aerobatic Club, start going to aerobatic events. Everybody wants to be a hotshot air show pilot, right? But, they, you know, you got to you put the time in. Get out there and go to those aerobatic competitions and fly the basic and the sportsman and the intermediate. And as you mentioned, get into the world competition. So there's so many things pilots can be doing out there today. That, that give you an appreciation for the stuff, Kirby, you're doing. That includes air show flying, and I'm talking more about this Truckee Tahoe Air Show and Family Festival coming up on the 8th of July, but people can come out to this Truckee event and they can see you fly. Tell us a little bit about what you have in store for the people that are going to come out and, and see Kirby Chambliss flying in Truckee. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, for sure. Come out, it's going to be a, a great air show. You know, I'm not the only one performing out there. There's many guys, and there's going to be a lot of interesting airplanes and things to do. And, you know, uh, like any air show, it's a family event. So, you know, I always I, I kind of fly the explosive-type aerobatics. I say, you know, I always like if I can leave the air show with people saying, oh, my God, I've never seen an airplane do that before. Well, then I've done my job, and I always try to do that. But, uh, you know, uh, we're also – we've got the Rebel Air Force skydivers, and uh, it's super cool. They're in what I call their squirrel suits. You know, they've got these wing suits, and they'll be zipping across the sky, and uh, I love to fly around them. So, actually, I'm kind of looping and rolling around them while they're under their wing suits. And then just as I pull off of them, they deploy their, their uh, parachutes, and then they'll come in, and they do some really cool stuff. I mean, their show is amazing, uh, super professional, and, you know, all the pilots out there will be that way. And so, um, but I do want to go back to what you talked about. I mean, you're exactly right, you know, about the aerobatic competition in the IAC. You know, the good thing about that is it's super structured. You've got a lot of people that love the sport, that have spent a lot of time in it, that are more than happy to look at your flying and, you know, give you recommendations and stuff, and, and people that know what they're looking at, you know, and as you move up through those categories, you gain, you know, that, that, that experience, and, you, and you're, you're starting out at safe altitudes, you know, which gives you time in order to work things out, and it's just so well structured. I mean, I can't say enough good about the, you know, International Aerobatic Club. I mean, it's, it's really the way to go, and I encourage everybody to even thinking about, you know, doing air show flying or wanting to be in the Rebel Air Race or something is to, you know, spend some time with that and spend some time and, and, and live through it all. Yeah, that's that's a good point, right? Live through it all. Um, key point there. And, you know, this is not air show flying, air racing. It's not about just hair on fire, wild and uncontrolled. Air shows, air racing, you know, what we do, what you do, Kirby, is a craft. And you are the master of this craft, this art. So uh, there's a process and a procedure, and it's learned through experience and practice. Um, but let's talk a little bit about, in the few minutes we have left, how are air shows changing? You know, I mean, it's it's just such a we kid about it now. You know, at this air show, they're going to have you know monster trucks and you know an auto show and you know motorcycle jumps and all these different things and you know so I mean it truly is just entertainment and uh, you know I, I think the air show used to be just all there was was airplanes so there's so much there for everybody you know I mean even if you're not in love with aviation you're still going to have a good time going to an air show. You know? For me, I'm so fortunate too i get to perform at a lot of different things you know i perform at you know moto gps and i perform at nascar races and different things and so i think that's cool too because it's also maybe some of these people you know it would have never seen an airplane do that had they not gone to the nascar thing and that will also entice them to come over and, and enjoy themselves at you know an air show but I, that's how i think it's going to change i just think it's going to be so diverse you know and and, and more and more and 
Red Bull Air Race even, you know, a lot of times it's even uh, over the FM radio or you can see it, you know, live on the webcast. And because of the technology, like you said, you can go to YouTube and you can, you know, see just what we're doing and what what's going on in the cockpit and, and everything. It's pretty amazing. Right on, man. Kirby Chambliss, two-time Red Bull Air Race champion. You can see Kirby and a bunch of other performers at the Truckee Tahoe Air Show. Go to Truckee tahoeairshow.com kirby like you this show goes fast i really appreciate you coming on i'll see you at the trucky tahoe air show hey it's been awesome i appreciate the invite and uh we're gonna see you soon right on man and uh you know ladies and gentlemen i hope in a show like this i know it goes quick it's only an hour um and i hope you'll you'll share this go to our facebook page our facebook page is simply flying for liberty Go there, and you can uh, hear replays of our show. We're setting up a brand new website. But most importantly, go to, uh, we've got a special phone number set up for each and every one of you. And it's how we give back, and it's how you can get more information as to anything aviation, whether you're an experienced aviator or brand new, 888-366-5256. That's 888 888- 366-5256. It's a service. It's a free service, and it's a way where we can give you recommendations to other renegade aviators and have you experience life at full throttle. So we had both Danny Sorensen and Kirby Chambliss, and you heard similar things from both gentlemen about, you know, taking everything step by step, having that passion to keep going, success is an action. Success is not a destination. So although this show is about aviation, this show is about much more than that. Aviation is much more than just watching airplanes fly. It's about success. It's about setting goals. Um, Kids and adults alike, there's young and old that are involved in this thing. And I'm pleased and grateful to all the people that have helped me out in my aviation career. And, uh, you know, now as I get towards the end of my aviation career, I got only about 20 or 30 years left. <laughs> um, I hope that we can give back to you. And that's what the Renegade Aviator Show is about. It's given back to you. So 888-366-5256. And final plug here for the Truckee Tahoe Air Show and Family Festival. It is a free event, ladies and gentlemen. It's even free to park. And all you need to do is go to their website, truckeeairshow.com. That's truckeetahoeairshow.com. Like I said, you're going to see uh, Red Bull Air Race pilot Kirby Chambliss, the Red Bull Wingsuit Team, Suddenlink Steam Expo, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Let us give a plug to the sponsors Suddenlink, Mountain Lion Aviation, Western Aircraft. Clear Capital, Pilatus, Piper, and the Truckee Tahoe Airport. All these sponsors are supporting youth organizations. So we'll see you there. Dave Costa, Renegade Aviator, next week. Questions, comments, suggestions, or recommendations? Call the Renegade Aviator at 888-366-5256 anytime and leave us a message.